welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone. I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 295th time as the countdown to 300 continues on this Friday, July 29th, 2022. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, Part 5 in a novel review series on Rodman Philbrick's Freak the Mighty. And just like that, we've reached the finale. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the previous episodes, as always, links are in the description. You know the deal by now. Chapter by chapter until we're all out of pages to turn, and then I'll break things down at the end of the episode. We'll look at the last chapters, 21 through 25 this week. And with that, it's time to get going. We kick things off in Chapter 21, and Max is at the police station with his grandparents being questioned about his dad and the kidnapping. They say he needs x-rays, so they go to the hospital and get it done. And then they're back at the police station, with Granddad saying he knew when he saw the double set of footprints that Max was with his dad. Iggy's also in the hospital, and Max starts to think of him as not such a bad guy. Max hasn't been able to sleep in the down under, as he calls it, in a good while, but he's grateful not to be alone. Freak is going to the medical facility every month now. Many doctors are aware of his condition, and he's still upbeat about it because he's going to get a new body. The people at school are hailing Max and Freak as heroes with newspaper clippings all over the walls, and classmates are soon jealous because our main guys got their pictures in the local paper. A little while later, we find out that Max might be called on to testify against his dad, which he refuses to do, but everyone around him knows how he feels and says that Max has to do it if he wants Killer Kane to be locked up for life. On the day of the trial, Max's granddad gets a phone call that really excites him. It was a plea deal that Killer Kane took to serve the rest of his sentence, plus another 10 years. Chapter 22 starts off with spring. Spring is here and school's out. Freak is still riding high on Max's shoulders and making up fantastical stories. Typical of a kid like him. He's turning 13 this year, and also he says that Freak the Mighty is turning 1, which means that they've been friends for about a year or so at this point. He says that he wants an actual helicopter for his birthday, but what he's getting is something from Max. A computer that allows him to video chat with people at school if he has to stay home. Not that he needs to, but just in case. When the computer comes, he's fascinated, teaching everyone about what the device does and how everything works. And even though it's a little bit over everyone's head, they're just glad he's happy. Eventually, Max goes to clean the kitchen with his grandma and Gwen. While he does this, everything seems normal until we hear Grandpa shout, Kevin! 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 Max rushes into the room, and it's there he finds that Freak is having a seizure, and the scene turns drastic quick. There needs to be an ambulance called now. When Freak is taken to the hospital, Max decides to walk over to see him, and as he's making his way, he notices when Freak isn't with him, it's just not the same. Gwen finds him waiting outside the hospital and tells him that Freak wants to see him. They go to the ICU and he's put on all kinds of machines to Max's horror. But it helps his mood that Max is with him and lifts his spirits. He has something called a tracheotomy which helps with his breathing. Max wants to know if he's coming home and Freak says no. At least not in his current state. He gives Max a blank book and then he tells him to write all of their adventures down. Tell the story of Freak the Mighty. He says that he knows Max can write if he just focuses his mind on all the adventures they had. He takes the book home and puts it in the pyramid box that he was gifted. In chapter 24, it's the next morning and we're back at Max's house. 
He decides to go see Freak before people wake up and tell him he can't. When he gets to the ICU, a nurse comes up to him with urgency. And not only that, but there's several people buzzing around him and they only have one person on their mind. And that would be Freak. Even so, they skirt around the subject of their patient in direct conversation with Max, and when he hears all the commotion going on, he fears the worst. And then, it's like he's kicker again. Knocking over desks, flipping chairs, complete disregard for his surroundings because he knows something is happening and whatever it is, it's not good. Shooting around corners with blinding speed, just trying to outrun what's happening. He stops when he gets to the medical research building. He punches through the glass and the hospital guards catch him and handcuff him. That's where Kevin's doctor finds him. He's angry with her because in his mind they lied to his best friend, saying they would give him a new body when they couldn't. It's then that we learn that Kevin knew from a very young age that he wouldn't live very long. He looked up his disease in the medical dictionary and the doctors say that he needed something to hope for, so that's why he created the whole bionic body idea. But the reality is that... Freak's dead. The nurse tells Max that, in the end, his heart just got too big for his body. In chapter 25, a year has passed since Kevin's death, and Max is distraught. He stays in his basement for a very long time, until his grandparents finally get him to come out and join the world again. He's feeling down and sorry for himself, but he goes to school at the behest of his folks. While there, he notices a lot of people are feeling sorry for him, especially Tony. You know, the dude from earlier. Max isn't having it, though. Despite the display of solidarity, Max knows their history and rejects him and threatens to hurt him. It was winter, and one day, while Max is walking down the street, he runs into Loretta, who says that Gwen has a new boyfriend in California, and they're crazy about each other. Max then goes down to the basement again and pulls out the empty book. He doesn't know what to write at first, but then it hits him. The truth. With that, he starts writing everything that the two did down on the pages. And before he knows it, spring is here again. At the end, Max lets us know that the empty book he's filled up is the one we're reading now. Now we come to my final thoughts on what we've spent the past five weeks breaking down. I really enjoyed this novel. I felt it was a nice look at friendship and how it can overcome any obstacle or disability. It shows that no matter what you look like or what your condition is, everyone deserves that someone in their life that will stick by them no matter what. For Max, that was Freak. And for Freak, that was Max. My favorite part of this reading was the last few pages, where we get to really feel how much Max cares. It sinks in that Freak isn't just another kid to Max. He's his best friend. In the beginning of the book... Max was unmotivated, sarcastic, and just all-around sad, but by the end, Freak had pulled what I consider the real Max out of hiding. I think friendship is a wonderful thing, because even in their worst moments, the two main characters were there for each other. And I think part of the reason why they got along so well is because they had something that the other lacked. Freak had a lot of smarts, but not much physical strength, and Max had a lot of physical strength, even though he wasn't the smartest. My rating of this book would be a 9.7 out of 10, not only because it was fun to walk through and experience, but also I think that there's a lot of lessons that can be learned. I recommend this to anyone who wants a heartwarming story. And if you want to pick it up and read it for yourself, well, I've put a link in the description to save you a bit of trouble. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.